Hey there, welcome friend. This is Brian Del Turco with a special beta episode, a special prayer episode. Thanks for listening today to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode 118. You can find the show notes page at jesusmart.com slash pray one, pray and the number one. Well, something has been stirring for some time, and to be honest, I'm probing a little about introducing a uh, either a new format in the Jesus Smart podcast feed, or it may uh, eventuate into its own separate branding and its own separate podcast feed. But a short podcast, about five to seven minutes in length, which will focus on prayer for the nations, national and international trends, and geopolitical issues that are built, these prayers are built, we'll be questing to build them on deeper kingdom prayer dynamics. Perhaps this will roll out two times a week. And this is a special beta episode. It's, as I mentioned right now, it's on the Jesus Smart Feed, and maybe it'll stay here. Or, again, it may be rebranded and put under its own podcast feed with a separate name with separate SEO search engine optimization optimization on it. But what this will look like is a lead-in with about three minutes on something related to a kingdom prayer dynamic. Dynamics, I'm using dynamic in the definition, the classical definition of forces or properties which stimulate growth and development or change within a system or a process. And these dynamics will include principles of prayer, but they go beyond principles. We're talking about Jesus teaching us through the Holy Spirit to develop in a working knowledge of prayer. And these prayer dynamics, we see them in Scripture, and we also see them in the history of God's people even, even since the New Testament times. Um, you know, examples of these kingdom prayer dynamics could include remembering the ecclesia as a house of prayer for the nations, or another dynamic could be sustaining momentum in prayer. The enemy seeks to stop our, our cadence, our momentum in prayer, the power of momentum. Or another prayer dynamic could be the power of commanded belief, but there are literally I believe dozens and even hundreds of these prayer dynamics that we can tease out from the scripture and just feature one of them. And we're all on this quest. I do not come as an expert in prayer. All that I'm bringing to this is a sustained desire and stirring. And I'm seeing a space. I'm feeling a space that needs to be filled with um, advancing in prayer and catalyzing God's people to pray for the nations and for some of these edges and current trend lines. And then each episode will be will offer a prayer, a prayer lead, perhaps on a nation or a trend or some geopolitical issue. I mean, we'll iterate as as the Lord may lead. And I want to hear from you about this. I need feedback on this. If you would go to jesussmart.com and click on the contact tab and feedback, give me your comments on this. Do you see this as a need? Is this interesting to you? Uh, do you see others needing this? Uh, hit me up on that contact tab or comment 
directly on the podcast app that you're listening to. But I do believe that God is restoring an element in the church today, ekklesia, that's the Greek word that Jesus used. It was a secular Greco-Roman term, a called out convening body of citizens who would like meet in the city gates and they would make decisions and shape the future. And as kingdom citizens, we pick up the Father's heart And yes, we make decisions and we take stances of faith, and then we begin to pray into it and to decree in faith to move the needle. Uh, You may want to think of this as governmental prayer. And yes, praying for governments, but that's not really what I mean here. I mean governmental prayer in the sense of the kingdom of God is a government. And when we enter into kingdom governmental prayer, we're tapping into the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And we're beginning to, to uh, function in our capacity as a royal priesthood. And as we seek these larger kingdom purposes, these macro issues, you may think, well, I, got, I have personal needs to pray about. Of course, I do too. You know, I have needs in my family. Yes. You know, there's needs right on my street. Yes. But as we seek these larger kingdom purposes, I believe it's part of seeking God's kingdom first and his righteousness. And we can draw down these prayer dynamics right into our personal world as well. It'll be a teaching moment. And Jesus then said, all of these things will be added to you. So again, I think normally these will be five to seven minutes. This one may be a little bit longer because I have some introductory remarks here, but perhaps twice a week right now on this feed, the Jesus Smart Podcast feed, it possibly could go onto its own feed and be rebranded. And the Jesus Smart Podcast will continue full speed ahead, unabated, and we have great, great plans to expand that and to enhance, enhance that offering as well. So in this very first episode on prayer, we're going to be praying about the coronavirus, which is around the globe right now. This is March 23rd, 2020. But here's the prayer dynamic for today. Prayer is transformational first, then it's transactional. Transformation first, or upstream from good transactional prayer that's effective, is personal transformation. What do I mean by that? Well, you and I are the prayer. Prayer is not just something we do. It's something that we are. We are the prayer. And all things work together for good. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, Listen to these words. He says in verse 26 that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness, our infirmity. And what is that infirmity? He, he says what it is. We don't know how to pray as we should, but the Holy Spirit comes alongside of us. And the sense that it carries in, in the original language there is that the Holy Spirit targets something in prayer and he shows us what to target And then he actually reaches out and grabs that thing with us, and we reach out and grab it with the direction and with the energy of the Holy Spirit. And together, think of it, the Holy Spirit is our prayer partner. Have you ever felt alone in prayer? Well, we all have. But think of this. Remember, you have the most powerful prayer partner in the universe, the Holy Spirit interceding with you. Yes, we need to pray with others, but don't forget that. 
The Holy Spirit shows us what to pray about. He energizes us in it. He fuels the prayer and he, he actually grabs it with us. And then, and then it says in verse 28, we know, see downstream from that kind of prayer, we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And it even doesn't stop there because verse 28, and this really speaks to the transformational element of prayer. We have been predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. Transformation. If we want to scale up our prayer, if we want to gear it up, if we want it to move more and bigger mountains, we need to pay a little bit of attention, a lot of attention to the fact that we are the prayer. Transformation, downstream from transformation, and as we participate with the Holy Spirit, is powerful transactional prayer. Now, one more passage, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. This speaks to this issue of transformation, and we're, we're, we are all familiar with that verse, verse 20. God is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Tremendous promise. And we should take that sentence and put it on our mirror if we want to. But let's just look at the thoughts and the words that Paul sets that faith statement in. Paul prays in verse 16 that God would grant us that we would be strengthened with power through his Holy Spirit in our inner person so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And what this means in the language is that Christ would finally settle down and become quite comfortable on the inside of you. It's a higher level sense of hospitality, being hospitable to Christ. Things are, you know, we're, we're being transformed and we're getting rid of things in our lives that, that, that would hinder that. Christ in our hearts through faith. Let me put it this way. There's a difference between Jesus in your heart and Jesus really coming to you and settling down in you with a sense of comfort and hospitality being expressed because of the transformation that's taking place in us. Paul goes on to say that we would be rooted and grounded in the love of God, that we would know the love of Christ, which goes beyond our knowledge. And let's remember that everything is built on love. Love is how things work. God is love. And we will then be filled up more, it says, filled up to the fullness of God. See, the, the measure of God's presence in us, we host his presence. That's a continuum. We can progress in that. Then it says in verse 20, okay, now to him who is able to do according to the power that works within us, verse 20 says, what is that power? Go up to verse 16. It's that transforming power in our inner man. And it's Christ dwelling in us with comfort. And it's, it's, we are progressing in the love of God, verse 19, and we're filled up more and more to all the fullness of God. Now, God is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask, all that we think, 
all that we imagine according to that power that works within us or in proportion to. That's the scaling dynamic there. So there's a prayer dynamic right there. All right. We are the transformation. And of course, this first one is going a little bit longer. Why? Because I have that tendency anyway, but we'll be disciplined. We'll get these to six or seven minutes. And this is our inaugural episode. So the question is, what level do we want to pray at? At what scale and dimension do we want our prayers to operate? A core element is personal transformation in Christ. So let's be fearless now as we pray about this coronavirus. These these pr- these prayer target points are taken from the Give Him 15 Daily Prayer app. Remember to pray Psalm 91 over your families and over the nations. Psalm 91, I think, has become a global prayer mantra on this issue, the dwelling in the abiding presence. So we do pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that Psalms 91 would leap right off the page and become a living reality, a living substance and dynamic in which we live as a sustained disciple of Christ, that it that we would be viable, that we would continue to be viable in Christ because of what the psalmist is bringing to us in Psalms 91. And we pray against fear. We resist fear. We don't have to abide and obey fear. We remind ourselves, 2 Timothy 1.7, God, you have not given us a spirit of fear, a spirit of cowardice and timidity, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, safe thinking, safe emoting emotions, a safe mindset and heart set. Thank you, God, for the spirit of courage from Christ, the Lion of Judah. We lift up our leaders right now to you, our governmental leaders whom Paul calls ministers of God in Romans 13. We pray for divine strategy and wisdom. No matter what nation or province or locality or municipality or state, every level of government, we pray for divine wisdom that you would give them solutions and answers to contain the spread of this virus while protecting the people. We pray for the crisis response teams and emergency responders and medical personnel in each nation to be protected, God, to be effective, that you would give them energy in their emotions and in their physical presence, Lord, in their minds. Lord, give them a supernatural sustaining energy. Thank you, Lord. We, we understand that across the world, people are thinking about and facing the greatest fear known to mankind, the prospect of our own mortality. Lord, we pray for evangelism. We pray for opportunities to share words of hope, to demonstrate where they actually ask your people, what is this hope that is in you? God, give us courage to share Christ effectively in this time of crisis. We tune in to prophetic voices across the world, and we we won't despise prophecy, but we'll test it 
and we tune into these prophetic voices who have been prophesying the coming of the next great awakening, a spiritual awakening on a global scale. And we pray, Father, that nothing would resist that, that forces of evil that would come forth to try to delay or disrupt coming spiritual awakenings. Lord, we, we intercede that it'll, it will be turned and that these challenges would actually be used and become catalytic to escalate these moves of God. Thank you, Father. Give us the energy to pray in a sustained way. The real work is in prayer. The needle is moved in prayer. We make a decree, Father, that the coronavirus will cease worldwide and that, God, you would heal all who are currently being affected by it. Our answers are not in human solutions alone. Our answers are in a return, Father, to you. Thank you, Lord. Teach us, Holy Spirit, Lord, how to reconsecrate ourselves right now. We reconsecrate our days, our families, our nation to God through prayer and through the taking of communion. We remember the miracle of Passover. We apply the blood of the lamb to the doorpost of our homes and our lives and our nations and our communities and our institutions. Lord, may this be a demonstration of the Passover dynamic, the blood of the lamb. Thank you, Father. We give you glory, God. We consecrate everything to you, Lord. We commit it to you. We roll the cares and the concerns of everything off onto you, onto your kingdom shoulders. And we believe and we present ourselves, Father, before you. Use us. Shake us to wake us, God. Change the cadence and the rhythm of our days and our weeks. I actually ask, Father, in Jesus' name, that when all of this has passed, that there would actually be permanent changes in our lives, in our families, in our communities of faith, in the nations, permanent changes for the good. And that this, though it may not have come from you, you can turn it into a gift. You can transform it into good for the nations and for the world. Father, we bless you. We bless everything, God, that you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Amen. Well, I, I appreciate you agreeing with me in that. I would appreciate it if you would perhaps share this with somebody, you know, to, to inspire hope and to inspire prayer. There is an episode 115 called Be Absolutely Fearless about the coronavirus like Jesus. I would encourage you to to listen to that episode on the Jesus Smart Podcast. There's a lot there about Psalms 91, a lot of practical information on that show notes page, as well as a prophecy by Sean Bowles. And then episode 117 is actually an episode which targets the what I'm calling the coronavirus prophecies. Many Some are saying this could uh, th- that the worst of this could crest by Passover. Could that be true? I just present it to you for your consideration. All right, well, to learn more about the Jesus Smart Podcast, go to JesusSmart.com. And again, the show notes page for this special beta episode 
on prayer, jesussmart.com slash pray and the number one. Again, I would love to hear from you. Use the contact tab at jesussmart.com or comment right on the app that you're listening to this episode. Okay, appreciate you, friend. Listen, we do our best work when we're praying. It's the highest leverage creative activity we can do. If we can pick up something of the heart of the Father and begin to pray prophetically, that's where the real work happens. Everything downstream from that gets more strategic and easier and more accurate. All right, Jesus is brilliant. He knows how this life works best, my friend. I'm excited about it. We'll talk with you soon.